I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The championship season is over and what a season it was. But the best is yet to come. It's the playoffs. Who will make it to the Premier League? And who will be left heartbroken at Wembley? Stay across it all with the second tier. We're bringing you episodes after every leg. And in between, we're revisiting the greatest moments in playoff history. It's real conversation with two real championship obsessives. So you can be in the know about everything happening in the playoffs. And share all your new knowledge in the pub with your mates. So come join us. We're your one-stop shop for the playoffs. Search second tier in your podcast app. And hit subscribe. All you beautiful people say, hey, welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betfair. Crucial one at Luton this weekend. And Blue Cards, Blue Cards, it's Friday night, the fair by Marcus Speller. I'm Luke Moore. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Welcome, everybody, to your Friday at the Football Ramble. Get your keys out for the lads. <laughs> in the pocket. Well, and we're going to mention keys later. Oh, good. Yeah. Your key to sports. That's right. <laughs> Is it your key to sports we're going to mention? Who? Richard Keys, Richard. <laughs> Absolutely, we are. Absolutely, we are, Pete Donaldson. Piano keys? Uh-huh. Could be. Any love for that? It, you're the only one here who can play the piano. I really can't. Can you not? No. Why'd you buy so many then? Because I'm an idiot. Okay. Down King's Cross was that playing on the on the, uh, in the oh in the man who upset the Communist Party of China. Is that just someone who looks like you playing <laughs> green sleeves? He was waving a, a Taiwan beautiful rendition of green sleeves. He was waving a Taiwan flag uh, this week while uh, playing the piano. While, while playing the piano, He's, I, I think he I think he might be a bit of an idiot. Yeah. Also, China don't get annoyed about that. It's just it's something in London. Like, it's well, something on, yeah. He's not the idiot here. He's just playing the piano, <laughs> no, entertaining no, no. the masses. It, He's a bit of an idiot as well. Uh, in that particular incident, which yeah, lots of people exactly. probably are unaware of who are listening right now. You, look, you've seen my party cards. <laughs> see, I am a member of the Communist Party of China. Yes, and there are people, I'm not. There are people at the door who want to have a word with you, so let's get this <laughs> done very, very quickly before they interrupt. Uh, by the way, if you want more bollocks, uh, on this week's <laughs> patron-exclusive Ramble Uncut, we get an update on Pascal Chimbonda and how he's doing at Skelmsdale. Uh, we reminisced about some of the deepest goal nets in football, and Pete told us some facts uh, that he thought about the none South of China us would <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Head over to patreon.com yeah, forward slash football ramble for uh, Pete's party political broadcasts mm. and access to the football ramble discord. You don't want to miss out. Trust no, me. I, I mean, I, I am very, very passionate about deep goal nets. I don't think they're deep enough and they should be deeper. Oh, you like, like the deep ones? Oh, yeah. Because it just reminds me of kind of. For USA me, 94. I don't want to rehash the, the conversation you guys had, but yeah, 94 would be when they were at their deepest, deepest in my yeah. view. Mm. Yeah. Have they ever been deeper than that? I don't think they have. Like for just a joke. No. <laughs> Some of them so, have been so shallow in the past, like the Southampton one. Um, we spoke about today, that. Yeah, yeah. Where they Denied Mark Hughes a legitimate goal. Exactly. Yeah. Um, all right then uh, let's talk about some real uh, football chat the Nations League draw happened last night yeah and I, I yeah. did fight really hard listeners I how did fought this end really up at hard? the start yeah. of the running order because we because there was a bit of a kerfuffle that made me laugh on the WhatsApp group yeah. 
and it somehow found its way to the top of the running order. Because whatever Marcus says happens, basically. Well, that's not quite true. You're still here, for example. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I, I fought the good fight. Good on you, Luke. But I think, I think Marcus has campaigned yeah. with a regime of fear yeah. over the production staff for quite some time yeah. now. And they're too frightened to put it lower down the running order. So let's get it over with. Well, you say frightened, um, I say convinced. It's like a, um, a vaccination at the doctors. Let's get it done. Yeah. Let's yeah. get it done. Okay. And there will be a little prick. There was... <laughs> <laughs> so all you anti-vaxxers do let me convince you um, yeah. England are in with Ireland Finland and Greece oh England playing Ireland at 5pm on a Saturday or something that will <laughs> be a quiet night at the library yeah before that happens sorry Ireland yeah. Um, but uh, yeah so, so obviously England are in the second tier of the UEFA mm. Nations League I fancy England yeah. to do a Nottingham Forest late 70s. Is, is, is Promoted, a... next Nations League, win. win. Yeah, I can, yeah. I can I like that. That's the only place in football you're really going to see that kind of thing happening now. I think so. Yeah. What went so wrong in the last campaign, uh, Marcus? What went wrong? Are you out of your mind <laughs> asking what him that? What went wrong? It wasn't good oh, enough, no. Peter. It wasn't good <laughs> enough. A packed show today. <laughs> You see how easily it is I to know, convince so people. I know, he's so influenced, yeah, he's so influenced. <laughs> oh, Peter, we'll have a chat after because there's some people here are still unbelievers. Mm. Wales have got Iceland, Montenegro and Turkey. Uh, nice to see yeah. Wales versus Turkey again, I think. It is. They know each other well. The big one for me is... Um, Northern Ireland, Luxembourg, Bulgaria and Belarus. The big one for me is yeah. uh, Scotland. Well, Scotland are in the top tier. Exactly. And, yeah. and I, think it's, I think it's really good that Scotland are in the top tier because obviously England aren't. We want Britain to be represented in the top tier. So against Scotland, you've got Britain's hopes uh, resting You're holding on, on your shoulders, shoulders exactly. And you've yeah, got exactly. Croatia, Portugal and Poland, so it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy, but I think it could be worse. Could be. I can could always be worse. be worse. Marcus, what, one thing this show has taught everyone is that things can always be worse. Mm. <laughs> what about that? No, I'm fine. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, Nations League, can't wait for it. Yeah. <laughs> cannot when, wait for it. Me neither. When is it? It's, it's, <laughs> it's after the Euro, so we'll get out of the way and then we're straight into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry guys, but the Euros, it's a box we just have to tick. It's annoying that we have a summer and a European Championships in between now and the, it is. the UEFA Nations mm. and League. Good, so. Hopefully we better convince good old Gareth to stick around for the big one. Are well, you going to hibernate until it starts? <laughs> I, I might do. I wish he would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go over to Finland, check out our opposition and yeah. I'll do a bit of hibernation. Some scouting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, you see. Elsewhere in football, admin ifab or ifabulous will introduce blue cards though not in top level competitions uh, they're going to they're going to trial this i think in the men's and women's fa cup next season yeah, it's been. And do you want to explain to people quickly what it what it actually means? Um, not really. No. Okay. Yeah. It's it's basically that people will re, for certain offences, people will be removed from the field of play for ten minutes. Mm. So, for example, dissent, cynical fouls on the break. Where are the sin bins? Those kind of decisions where it feels too serious to be a yellow, but not quite serious enough to be a yeah. red. Like so a the, breakaway. The challenge. example that that um, has been used was Saka and. Chiellini in the Euros final where he just grabs him Good one. by the shirt and pulls him back. Mm. Good one. And I mean, he's so cynical, but it's it's not... So is, it, is that any t- uh, any professional foul is this going to be? No, because some of them will be reds, won't they? Yeah, so so, the, so some professional But, but the fouls. ones that would usually be... Let's well, talk, we, do, we, do we really give professional fouls? Do we let's give talk reds Dogzo. For... Let's talk Dogzo. If you want. Dogzo, denial of an obvious goal scoring opportunity, right. um, will be a red, won't it still? Yeah, but, like, like, w- but we never give reds for just your on the break kind of... Just exactly. Yeah. Well, the moment they're yellow, Chiellini. hence the I'm, blue card. I'm, I'm on board. I don't think it needs a blue card. I don't um, think it does either. Just, uh, why, well, why do you need another card? Well, are you on board when I say that apparently if you get like a yellow card, then a blue card, or other way around, then then you're off. 
So oh, they're changing right, the combinations, okay. and that's what right. makes me a I, little bit worried. I, I, I know what you so mean. It's just a, so it is kind of a yellow. Yeah. Then, it's really. a different... Ver- right. First of all, it should just be an orange card, because everyone understands that. Too similar to Too red. Too similar to red. It depends what brand of orange you use. Mm. You can't tell me like a can of Fanta looks red. No, but well, from I, think a dis- you, I think you've also got to think about accessibility features, the colourblind, etc. Oh, fine, okay, fair yeah. enough. Mm. I just well, think- so, so it should be maybe a tartan card. Mm. Yeah, or I'll a, be up for that. Or a card that says no way. Yeah. yeah, just a, a white, a big white card, like, a, like, card. A, like a charity check. Yeah, yeah. It just says naughty boy, naughty, boy. naughty girl. Oh, you've been proper a, wrong. We could have the card sponsored. It could be a Burberry card. Could be a Burberry could card. Be a Burberry card. Instantly recognisable the world over. Think of the money. Think of the money. Get it sponsored. Could be a. But it has happened. It's worth pointing out just before we move on. It's a Sports Direct card. It's massive. And you get a free mug with it. When when um when this was this has this has been trialed at grassroots football. I mean, I know a couple of grassroots referees, and they've been using this for some we time. We get sin, they... we get a sin bin every match because but... the men of Essex are hurting, and the, and the, <laughs> and, and the sins they commit and the really sins sin avarice. Yeah. yeah, are you referring Lust. to a jail as sin bin? Now? <laughs> yeah, um, it's a, but at grassroots level, the referees seem to like it. They do. I, mm. I was I've been very. Um, I only know two grassroots referees yeah. and both of them have said it's it's worked actually pretty well for them. Which is interesting mm. because it's the only argument I've heard for it really but it is coming from the mouths of referees. They have to sit mm. the, the great thing is they have to sit the players will have to sit in the technical area yeah. which is brilliant. Looking well tempered like really angry. Yeah. Oh, I just I just can't I just can't wait to see that kind of, I'm 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 kind of all for it because I'm generally four things that make football more entertaining but I do kind of feel the same way on the other hand I do feel the same way as Ange Postacoglu does when he says why do they keep needing to interfere yeah. if you strip a lot of this stuff back yep. the game would just probably still be fine just yeah. apply the rules correctly yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Dean's against it is he? probably right. because he'll never be able to dish one out yeah exactly yes. <laughs> exactly well we'll uh, yeah the debate will rage on but we will see it mm. soon mm. enough mm. in this very country yeah um, not, not at the top table, though, presumably. Not just yet. Well, FA Cup. FA Cup. Um, now, Peter. Yes. Uh, last night, I was obviously very intrigued and interested in, in the Nations League. Something else caught your eye in mm. Saudi Arabia. Yes. The big match, um, Al-Hilal versus Al-Nasser. We should say that Mitro's men uh, beat uh, Ronaldo's boys um, in a friendly. But um, the Riyadh season trophy was presented to um, Al-Nasser ahead of the game by... The Undertaker. <laughs> My Undertaker. Mean, mean Mark Calloway. Is that his name? That's his, Well, that was his character in WCW. You don't mean, like him, Mean do you? Mark. You don't like him, do you? Um, he's a dick. <laughs> he never seems to age. Well, yeah, he's kind of like, he's got that kind of um, restless chest, doesn't he, where yeah. the pectoral muscles have started separating. Right, okay. He's, and they haven't seen each other for some time. Right. It's, he's, it's actually disturbing. He did look very iconic, and you forget how kind of, it's nice to see... Undertaker back. He's but very think, visually arresting, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, like a gigantic man. And, and I think that um, he, uh, me and Mark from Wrestling Me have been following the uh, Mean Mark Calloway um, podcast for a little while. Oh, yeah, he's doing uh, a podcast, isn't he? He managed yeah. about six episodes yeah. and it's already starting to, sorry about that, the microphone and they couldn't, uh, couldn't gain access to the but, studio but, but, and uh, we're but, not doing it anymore. But what was the reason why, I think I'll speak on behalf of Marcus and me, yeah, and yeah, ask yeah. the question, why was he even there? Because What's the, the WWE point? have done a lot of shows in Riyadh, so I presume it was some kind of... And bearing in mind, it's The Undertaker rather than Mean Mark Holloway, so it wasn't... Sure, but... It wasn't... It, so yeah. the, it'll be a WWE He was tiny. in his Undertaker. Yeah, yeah. Come so out in tracksuit bottoms and a T-shirt. <laughs> oh, by the way, Zubas I, I happen to be The Undertaker, by the way. Who's yeah. that? Sorry, yeah. who's that? <laughs> but what I'm trying to get at is, like, for example, in, say, the FA Cup final this year, or like, mm. in the past or whatever... 
they may get someone to bring the trophy out who's, I don't know, like Kenny Dalglish or mm. yeah. a, an old sage someone, of the game. Someone relevant to the yeah, trophy. They, yeah. Well, it's relevant because they do an annual pay-per-view there every year, Crown Jewels, and he obviously was dropped on his head by no, uh, one of a wrestler, quite famously. Right, yeah. but it's nothing to do with football, is It's it? still not nothing relevant, football. Though. It's Well, it's relevant, relevant in that in the, um, they're clearly very close to the What I would say I to mean, him is I would say, if you can do 10 keepy-ups, you can do it. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. okay. There we are. Yeah. There's your link. Oh, he, he, d- he does some shows out there, so therefore he gets to present yeah, the trophy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He so. he once uh, almost um shot a farmer um with a, <laughs> he once almost shot a farmer with a um mounted gun from a helicopter during uh, uh, the Iraq um skirmishes. Right. Um, what is he is he and, and he was very happy he was very happy questions. telling this story. The yeah. same way Pete shouldn't be encouraging you in the Nations League. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, should yeah, yeah. be encouraging you in wrestling. The, yeah. the, the disappointing thing, Luke, is that you genuinely were more quizzical and interested about that than you were about the Nations League. Yeah. Mm. What's your point? Villa host Manchester United on All Sunday. Right, okay, fair. It's a, it, is a, it is a big one uh, in the Premier League. Right. And uh, presumably there'll be no wrestlers at this one, but you never know your luck. Mm. Villa's home form. Thiago Silva's wife. <laughs> oh, no, that's Chelsea, isn't it? Yeah, sorry. I thought <laughs> <laughs> You're still marvelling at Chelsea's win at Aston Villa. I am. Yeah. yeah, it's come from nowhere, didn't it? It was a great win. It was a great win. Yeah, I feel it's home form. Yeah, I was going to say it's been. I just great don't think we could. Pl- we, we, we don't have to do the game because it was a while ago now. But we cannot. I don't think it's fair for us as football fans mm. to gloss over too much mm. the Enzo Fernandez free kick, which is one of the best free kicks I've seen in ages. Colin yeah. Gallagher's face was a picture. Wasn't oh, it? you couldn't believe it. Yeah, that was lovely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely lovely. Yeah, yeah, it was a brilliant. When when, when I, it must be frustrating because for for. for the Chelsea fans because you kind of think well there's a performer how come yeah. it's a bit more like that you know Sometimes again they click, don't they? all football fans talk about consistency yeah it's not possible to have mm. the kind of consistency you know unless you're Manchester City or indeed vintage um Liverpool uh, Klopp uh, sorry Liverpool under vintage sort of Klopp that kind of mm. era if you like um but Chelsea you know incapable of that because look at the players and in some ways it makes it worse doesn't it because yeah. you kind of know you can do it. Kind yeah, of but I mean, they'll be hugely encouraged from that. I mean, Pochettino said it was their best um, win of the season, which is not surprising. Oh, because Aston Villa's home form has yeah. been in, just incredible for a long time. That's like. right. I mean, they have lost their last two against Chelsea and Saudi Newcastle. Arabia's Newcastle United. The Piff Posse. Yeah. They didn't, they the had... Undertaker may well yeah. you know, go and watch contractually <laughs> but, or something. But, but Villa hadn't lost at home before that for almost a year or something in the league. Yeah, they've been, they've, they've been brilliant. Mm. Well, they've got a chance to get back on the horse mm. against Manchester United on Sunday, uh, so yes, I mean again with Manchester United, you never know which um, which one of them is going to turn up. Yeah, um, quite frankly. Now this is interesting. We promised you a bit of keys. Well, here it is. This week, Richard Keys has <laughs> it like a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> we oh, promised you a bit of Richard good Keys dessert. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just didn't want to let people off the hook. Yeah, there's a lot um, of hairs in this. Dessert. We promised you a you know prison time if you carried on like that. Yeah. Um, uh, Richard Keys has claimed that Jose Mourinho told him he wanted to be sacked by Manchester United back in 2018. <laughs> yeah. Right. What? Who's benefiting from Richard Keys saying that? Uh, Richard yeah. Keys. Richard. Yeah. Exactly. Who's Mourinho? benefiting from Richard Keys having? <laughs> Um, the phone number of anyone. Yeah, he, really. well, he might as well just say everyone I, I know Jose Mourinho personally mm, yeah. that's basically what you're saying Yeah, it's like when I went through that Clint Hill phase <laughs> just wanted to mention it all the time yeah how so is Clint doing former QPR defender give him a text I, I'm quite worried he's going to appear on Joe Barton's YouTube channel at some point <laughs> talking about you yeah no 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 no. where'd no. you get these views from Clint <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean it's definitely worth Joe Barton setting fire to his whole life for about 13,000 YouTube subscribers wasn't it mm, I think um, so but I think I'm worried that Clint will pop up on it at some point because I know they're friends. So I, heard, I heard from somebody that Joey Barton's doing this to help fund um, a very... ISIS? No, I was no, no. Say, a terrorist organization. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
Everyone dressed like Morrissey. No, no, no. A friend of of his who's quite ill or or there's something. And I thought, well, okay, that is a noble cause, but don't be a dick about it. Just give me money. Yeah, Yeah. just say, oh, by the way, I'm going to tell loads of stories about being a footballer. Some orphans are called, I'm going to set fire to a building. Yeah, just next to them when they get the heat from it. It's still warm. One of my friends is ill. I'm going to set back um, relations, in social relations in the UK by about 50 years Mm. in return. What, you wouldn't do that for me? No, I wouldn't. Well, you do it yourself. I do it myself. Yeah, as a tribute to you. That's how I got ill. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) punched. Um, But who who do we fancy for Villa versus Manchester United? Villa look really powerful. At the moment, they look really sort of their, their shape just looks all over the blooming place, Marcus. I'm worried about them. Yeah, but I mean, so what did you notice then, other than the shape against Newcastle United? Just Newcastle United were quite ruthless, and Villa perhaps were a little bit toothless. High line, ruthless and toothless. Well, Aston Villa's like, high line. Aston Villa's back line has been so um, good overall this season. But they do, they do look a little bit ragged. I mean, they had a lovely time of it at, mm-hmm. at Bramall Lane, which you know they're very accommodating that over there, aren't they? Usually, and very accommodating. People can have a nice time if they want to. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I think Pete's right. It's been a little bit more ragged. But look, it's very, only a couple very of crowded games. in the middle as well. I, I just need to spread out, lads. Yeah. Just get but, away from each other. But there, there is a there is a kind of um, a kind of silver lining to the cloud for Aston Villa because of course the, the loss at home to Chelsea was a, was a cup game yeah. Aston Villa got a realistic chance and we're getting towards the business end now there's not that many games mm-hmm. left um, they're getting to the point where they've got a real chance of getting into the top four cup run could I know it sounds unromantic well they're still in Europe but, well quite they've got that as well yeah. but the cup run could it's just extra games right I know what you mean I, look it's yeah no, nobody wants to go out the cup but as you say there's a silver lining there the thing is we're talking about Villa looking you know in the last couple of games um, or, the, or, the, or those specific games against Chelsea and, and against Newcastle I mean Newcastle aren't a bad side you know Chelsea you know, can produce performances Villa we're 23 games in. They're five points off Liverpool at the top. Exactly. Never. We can't yeah, forget I that. Think it, I just think that they look in like for five minutes that they've got complete control of every part of their game, mm-hmm. and then five minutes later they're just kind of losing it in weird positions. And I just, I, I, I can't help but think it's a mentality thing at this point in the season. Well, but I mean, I mean, mentality, they might pick it up. I mean, yeah, I, I, I think that might be a touch charge, but the fact is, you know, the the, the that we see teams. Go on runs, you know. We've seen a few people. Well, Man United are on a little mini run now themselves. Bless them. Yeah, good on them. Um, no, but you <laughs> see teams who are not fancied, who are not used to being in these positions, and players who are not used to being in these positions. And then at some point, it kind of—I don't know—they they, they get tired, or you just you just can't keep on winning, winning, winning. I mean, over in Spain, you've got Girona versus Real Madrid this weekend. Mm. Girona, like this, just come from nowhere. A bit like Leicester City, really, mm. when they won the league. And you, well, at some point it's gonna it's gonna drop off, and obviously with Leicester it didn't, and we hope with Girona it won't. But at some point, you know, people sort of I don't know whether whether they it is it, just too much. Whereas Villa, you know, they still are in the mix and and still very. I mean, they're fourth for crying. And out that's though. why this game is key because it also depends on what Man United turns up. Because in the last four or yeah. five games, United have been fairly decent. Yeah, they, um, I was at the game at home to Spurs, um, and they gave as good as they got there. Um, obviously came away from that with a draw. They had a tricky one at Newport, potential banana skin and all that stuff. Newport pegged them back and they got the job done. They came up the back of an absolute thriller against Wolves, showed a lot of gumption there to fight back after they got yep. pegged back as well. Dispatched West Ham pretty easily. But you, you, you look at, say, a game at Villa Park, they might win that one just 1-0. Yeah. And then they might go to Luton and lose 3-0. And then lose at home to Fulham after that. You know, So, so it's really difficult to, to predict. But what Aston Villa need to do here is if... Yeah, Donaldson's harsh on them, I think, but I understand why. And this game against Man United at home, which will will have a lot of a, t- a lot of attention on it, 
um, will be on TV and, and it's a chance for Villa to put themselves right because at home they have been Susan Perb yes. for so long. Yeah. It depends whether this is just a blip or they're starting to run out of steam. I don't see that they are starting to run out of steam personally. I think there's still more to come from them, but we'll but we'll see. Yeah, I think it, I think it does depend on which Manchester United turn up because hundred percent we've seen Villa carve teams with with moving the ball quickly, particularly from the back, you know, passing teams to death, and then and Watkins who's still posting good numbers. You know, he's, he's having a great time, um, and they've got and they've got goals in the team, Villa. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you just look at the the, the goal difference um, in the Premier League. Obviously, you know Liverpool, Man City, Arsenal leading the way. Then it's Villa, mm. um, Spurs are, are in there in Newcastle. But you know, their their goal scoring has been impressive this season. They've, they've... And Man United have only really started scoring goals in the league in any kind of number in the last few weeks. Yeah, oh, well, I mean they are. They're the, they're the lowest scorers in. The... I mean, you have to go all the way down to Bournemouth in twelfth. You know. Mm. Um, I mean, they were scoring goals in the Champions League, although they were conceding them, unfortunately for them. But it was, yeah. you know, it was great fun for the neutral. So yeah, I, I, I really do think I, I think we could see a three 0 Villa here, or as you say, yeah, a two all, yeah, <laughs> or, or other scores. Um, but I, I'd, I'd like to see Villa get back on the wagon yeah. and, and thump them. Quite frankly, I would well, like to see I, it get I, back I, in the mix. I don't mind that. I don't yeah. mind that. Man, yeah. What May United offering us this season, apart from a bit of comedy? Yeah, um, there's no point with May United. Poor being... Man United is just great eating for us, isn't it? Exactly. I'm afraid. I'm sorry to say, there's... we are the, the, the other carrying. What good is it the... for the ramble if May United just start quietly going about their business and eventually just... finish like fifth? Yeah. There's just... no good about. It. Can't no. we just chuck in a fixture against FC Copenhagen and get things back? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's what we're about. Track. That's what we're about. Can't we? Can't we just? personally ferry Marcus Rashford to another nightclub and enjoy that for a week yeah indeed Um, speaking of back on track Peter Jesse Lingard obviously took your advice he has officially signed for FC Seoul we mentioned this the other day but it's been official he said apparently he has offers from 26 different clubs he didn't say which league they were in fucking list them I know you're a long time retired he also said said that most of those offers were verbal yeah which is what like just dropping a whatsapp (laughs) yeah maybe do you fancy it yeah Uh but FC Seoul the ones he went for I, I, I think it's a great move they offered him a concrete offer on paper that's yeah, a confusing okay. analogy. <laughs> Very confusing. It's quite heavy, this yeah. offer. Yeah. How, how yeah. do we fax machine that? Uh-huh. Oh, it's all right. It's rack concrete. You've got to chip your signature into it. Yeah. I remember um, the rack crisis. Exactly. Uh, it was a very long, long time ago. Then, wasn't it? That's all fixed now, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's fine. fine. Yeah. It should be fine. Um, well, yeah, we look forward to <laughs> seeing Old Trafford's made out of rack concrete, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, everybody. Well, if you're into overseas matters, then uh, the latest Ask OTC is out today. Dot and Andy are joined by Nicky Band who explains how Roma are faring after Jose Mourinho's exit. Pretty good, it would seem, surprisingly. Uh, But most importantly of all, Andy gives us an update on how fatty Terim is getting on at his new club, Panathinaikos. Mm. Weird to see him not in the the Galatasaray Turkey dugout. And I think if if you're not someone who knows enough about fatty Terim, get get to know. Mm. Um, This is a a man who is one of the most decorated managers in Turkish history, Mm. but is not above having a fight in a kebab house. (laughs) Like literally a fist fight in a kebab house. The man is a legend of the game. And Panathinaikos, who are known for their very balanced, uh, chilled out (laughs) demeanour, means it may well be a bloodbath. That's right, yeah. Yeah. And 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 the Greek and the Turks famously get on very yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, search On The Continent in your podcast apps to find that. Now, big one on Saturday at 3pm. Luton Town versus Sheffield United. Luton Town have the fourth best record over the last six Premier League games after winning one in their first 12 games. They've turned it round. Rob Edwards said he would cringe if he watched back 
uh, his side's opening few games. Yes. Cringing. Millennials, man. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, obs- yeah. they're powered by the term cringe, aren't I, they? I, I, I like, and cringe. It's all they've got. But I like this. I'll tell you why I like this, because he's learning yeah. and the club are adapting and they are, you know, relatively speaking, a small club and they're absolutely delighted to be in the Premier League and all that kind of patronising stuff that we have to say. Aren't we all, mate? Um, but, yeah. But... You know, we cannot overlook how amazing they've been recently mm. and how they've given themselves a real fighting chance of staying in the Premier League this season. As we sit here recording this, they're not in the relegation zone. I understand yeah. there's some other financial doings going on that may that yeah. make that less possible. Everton have helped them. They have. But Luton are doing... Well, Sheffield United are basically doing what I suspected and feared Luton would do. Yep. And Luton are giving themselves a fighting chance. And I'll tell you what, if you're in that position as being promoted maybe a bit unexpectedly or a bit ahead of time or whatever, and you can't believe your luck, mm. which is what it was like. That's what mm. the scenes were like. You get into February, yeah. possibly go into March, That's right. and you've still got a fighting chance. Yeah. Mm. That is an amazing credit to them. And I think the form of Ross Barkley has been really important because... What we also talked about at the start of the season, I think, you know, we don't get many things right on, on this show because that's not what this show's about. Yeah. But one thing we did get right is we talked about how they were desperate for some serious Premier League experience. And Ross Barkley's given them that. Yep. And he's li- given them a big lift from what I can see. And my only regret is that we don't get to watch this one on telly. Because I think yep. it could be a really good one. I think Luton, there's every chance that because Chris Wilder's now in danger of going off the reservation, just getting angry at everything all the time, <laughs> I wonder whether they're starting to lose their discipline at Sheffield United and Luton can make hay out of that. I wouldn't be surprised if Luton won this one pretty handily, actually. If you were, if you were the referees for this one, you think Wilder's going to come in and have a go at us at some point. Quickly. Get your sandwiches out. Get your sandwiches out. <laughs> no, I have it all decked Foot out, long. like three-course meal, you, you, nah. <laughs> like the whole works. Or you Turkey walk past, leg. Yeah. You walk past the, um, the referee's office as Chris Wilder walks out again fuming, and all you hear from the side is the referee going, it's a wrap! It's a wrap! It's not even a sandwich! It's a meal deal wrap from Tesco! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think down, napkins tucked into the necks. Yeah, I the love whole, that. The whole thing. Yeah. Oh, come and join us, Chris. Yeah, yeah. Have a bit of hummus. What did he, ex- <laughs> what did he expect? Oh, yeah. That would infuriate hummus, wouldn't it? <laughs> Wilder doesn't want hummus. Baba ganoush. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Where's the Thousand Island bit? <laughs> Where's the ketchup? <laughs> Where's the fucking Coleman's? <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, get on that, refs. Yeah. Um, but you're right, though. I mean, and, and Luton, what, I, what has been really good about Luton is they, they play quite direct. But not in a kind of, a, oh, they just hit it long. But they've, I think they've kind of worked out that Adebayo's got goals in him. Mm. Just get the ball to him. Yeah, and I also love... Just get it up there. I also love a team. And look, we can talk about possession all we like and talk about how we play. You've obviously got to play to your strengths. Exactly. I love a team who respects the scraps. Yeah. Get it up there and get the scraps. Yeah. Feed off Take the scraps. But that's the, but, the th- but that's the thing, though, Luke, is that sometimes teams, if they're just about the scrap and that's how they set their stall out, that worked that, that that worked a lot. The statistics up until only a few seasons ago, whenever it was, were quite... Well, I would say damning to the league because basically if you launched it long and you played really direct, that would be the team who stayed up. The others who'd maybe tried to play their way out. And they'd be seen work. as naive and stuff like that. Exactly. Right? Now, that's kind of changed now a little bit. And I was delighted that Fulham stuck to their guns when they came up. Although Fulham, you know, they've got a few quid and also Marcus Silva's a very good manager. So slightly different. But but um, uh, uh, Luton have come up, and and I think it has been a case of right as you say, let's play to our strengths now. Let's stop pissing around, and and again, that's not it. That's not a, there's no disrespecting that at all. But sometimes you've got to do that. You've got to stay in the league. But and I think it, yeah. I think sometimes you just stay in the league, and then you can start to build the nets. You can attract more players. You got a few 
quid more. Because and then you're Brentford. And then you're Brentford. And but then you're Brentford. Well, that's a fair point. That's, that's a fair team. point. Yeah, no, it is. Why Brentford are a great example. <laughs> no, because I, w- I was struggling to think of one, and, and there's an obvious one that you pull out the bag there. Neither of these teams want the ball. Between them, on average, they have about mm. 37% possession every game. Yeah. And But what is really telling, and backs up your point, is that both of them are in the top five for t- for, for aerial duels won. Yeah. Right? So they just they focus on what they're good at. Yeah. And you've got to be able to 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 pick up those scraps. The ball comes up, yeah. it comes away yeah. into a 50-50 or someone has a flick on or someone wins a header and you pick up the scraps. Yeah. Look, it's it's He's got a game of system. If that works, right? You can't all be Brighton. When, but when, when they went on that, obviously most of the scene has been a bit of a run of, of losses. Like, they've only lost twice more than one goal, by more than one goal. Have so they really? Like, Who's so losing? Like, yeah, I think Villa Fucking and someone else. Fucking definitely not Sheffield United. <laughs> <laughs> so that's funny. So they're not, they were never getting hammered. It was demoralising because, you know, we were turning up to kind of the road and uh, watching them lose every week. But, like, they weren't getting absolutely yeah. taken apart. They've so. lost once. No, in fact, I don't think they've lost at all this calendar year. Yeah. Their last defeat was on the 30th of December, Lucy. good stuff. It's good so time it's to get the right good, time to be get cracking on with it. Good it's time it, to get good. Exactly, yeah. Um, and again, you say they hardly ever you know, get that get hammered or we can compare that to Sheffield United. It's so demoralising. So, yeah, we, we're very much looking mm. forward to that one, um, as you say. All right, coming up in the second half, we've got Brighton versus Spurs. Uh, a Derek Adams update and uh, Keggy has got a new gig. See you in a minute. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. You know, I've left a team uh, down in League Two that's miles better than this team. Miles. That's saying something. You know, we had the bottom budget in League Two and we are a hundred times better than this. 
The way well, he says miles. Yeah. The thing is I, about, miles! Miles! Yeah. The, the clarity of the microphone work as well. That's good. It makes it worse. It's very good. good. Well, Somehow. Peter, we're going to talk about Derek Adams and microphones in Scotland oh, in just a moment. Right. We've yeah. just got to get this old tosh out of the way. Uh, <laughs> Spurs versus Brighton on mm. Saturday at 3pm. Now, Spurs haven't lost in the Premier League since losing 4-2 at Brighton back in December. It's Lutontown-esque. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they've navigated it pretty well, Spurs, because they've lost players to, to injury, they've lost play, key players, and they've lost players to Africa Cup of Nations as well. Uh, and obviously Asia, Asia Cup too. And Eve um, Basuma and, and Sun Hyung Min are both going to be back in contention, I think, for this game, uh-huh. which is which is a good thing for them, of course. Um, I thought people were a bit over the top about their draw at um, Old Trafford um, yeah, because... You know, you know, I'd have been inconsistent, and you know, it, it, I thought they played well, but they didn't get the win, and and it's not that difficult to win at Old Trafford these days if you're a good team. Um, but what moves the dial as well a bit here is the fact that Deserby is on a ban, isn't he? Mm. So, and given how much he kind of likes to actively coach his not, side, he's not bothered though. Is, is he not? What did well, he say? Well, he said he said the yellow card was right. I forgot um, with another yellow card. I can't be on the bench at Tottenham, but my players can play without their coach there. Well, don't say that too often because you're yeah. going to have a job. <laughs> Need it. The owners are thinking that's a saving. <laughs> that is a saving in this FFP that world. Us, that can get us a year extension for Pascal Gross. Yeah, that's that saves us a bit of money, and you chip it off at us every now and then. <laughs> so, uh, so great. No, it would, obviously, it would be rather ridiculous if he was sacked. It's it's rare to see a manager actually admit that the yellow card is right, though. You know what I mean? Like you oh, really yeah. kind of get get that. You sort of something off only only Big Ange really. Yeah. Big Ange is the most honest one, isn't he? He's up there. He pipes up and says, "Has he had many yellows? Do you think he's? Just... No, uh, he's had one or two. Yeah. Right? Do you think he's doing this? And then he's just come going to come out with an absolute whopper. Oh yeah. yeah. And we're going to go straight on well, Barton's he's podcast. Been... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not doing that. And that would be great though. He would just yeah. have it, he would just twist him up, wouldn't he? Um, yeah. Where were we? So I was, was going to say it's an interesting matchup. This because the other reason I was just going to bring to the table is that um, you know, it, on one hand you've got fullbacks at Spurs that mm-hmm. like to get forward, and I think. Destiny Adogi is a better defender than Pedro Porro, but they both like to get forward. Adogi's been brilliant. He has season. been fantastic. Porro, Porro leaves a lot of gaps. Yeah. He leaves a lot of gaps behind him. Yeah, but I quite enjoy seeing him herring back. There's something about his run that I enjoy. Mm. Oh, so, it's, so I'm it's, all for do you know what he's, he's a, Do you know what he's a bit like? And this is a compliment to him. He's a bit like Carl Walker. Just uh, he loves to attack, but he massively relies on his recovery pace. Yeah. And because he's got Mickey van der Ven there, who was like one of the fastest well, defenders spe- I've ever seen. Speaking of recovery yeah, pace. Yeah, it's, 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 it's incredible. But what is really interesting as well is the idea that we didn't cover it much because I think the way, the timing of the game and, and the other games we had to talk about. But when Spurs went to Goodison Park and got that two-all draw. Yeah. They say got that. Well, were, yeah. Everton pegged them back. Yeah. Because they were really physical in the penalty, in the penalty area yeah. on Vicario, who seems like a really good keeper. He's got to get on the weights, though. But yeah, he's not. He's you know, he's got to Morrissey could eat the guy and not have a stain on his conscience, <laughs> as they say. Um, and so I want but Brighton aren't really the type of team to target them in that could way. Could you eat him? Too many bones. It'd Probably just be very, all bone. Very bony. Yeah. <laughs> Would be like having a really, really big chicken wing. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, but Brighton not the kind of team to. Would be, you want to be a chicken thigh? Yeah, you do. You yeah. want to be the thigh. Can I just make this point really quickly? It's if about, you it's about to. football. I'm just um, thinking about... Bright, bright up, bright Are you up, hungry? Bright, bright up the kind of team to, to kind of play in that way, though, aren't they? No. It's only Man City that keeps the ball more than them in the Premier League. You, you never know, though. I mean, if you see another side do it, you think to yourself, well, actually, hang on. Maybe mm. we could do something with that. Get mm. our Welbs on him. Get Welbs into him. Mm. Yeah, I mean, quite possible. Is Welbs that guy? I think Welbs might be that guy. Mm. Oh, it's all them guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I, I think so. Yeah, I mean, uh, so... Son Heung-min and Yves Basuma are back from international duty. I, I, I don't like to see Son's kind of um, weepy Instagram posts about coming home from the um, 
Asian Cup. They thought that, but they were on for it though. They yeah. were on for that tournament. They were the, they yeah. were the best team on paper left in but that tournament. But then they looked the dugout. <laughs> do you know think, what? Do you know what? Klinsman's staying on. He's, he's like, not. He's, he's not. He said, he said, don't worry, guys. I've had, I've had some texts with Son, and uh, and he's going to stay on. And and, like, Which one are you again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've never met you. What are you talking about? He started talking. Do you know what he's got his eyes on? Clearly, yeah. the World Cup in in the US. Oh, of yeah. course, yeah, yeah. You know, they've got games in Home California, home, haven't they? Yeah. Oh, so right. he's, he fancies it. But I also New think Jersey, World Cup final. Son, Son's also probably a little bit worried that while he's in, in England the whole time, um, old Jesse Lingard's going to steal his thunder as the most popular footballer yes. in South Korea. Could be. Maybe. Lingard will be on the notes out there. Jaylings, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think Son, you, you would imagine he would start this game. I, mean, I, I don't know what sort of kind of shape he's in. Well, but no the idea. interesting thing is that, that Richarlison's form. Um, of late has been pretty good, you know. It's been brilliant. Goals. It's been excellent. Yeah, and 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 with 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 Son being away, you know, he's he stepped up. Although he, he was already doing that in December, he was he was chipping in with some goals. They've got a really good team now, Mark. Because you look at it from front yeah. to back, and you go, okay, well, the front four's not too bad. Because if they play Richarlison, um, Son. Madison and Kulisevsky. You think that front four's not bad? Then you look at Benton, and Saar behind them. Decent. Yeah. The, the chaos merchant has got to Germany. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there you go. There you are. And Romero um, is the only. I mean, Romero's brilliant as well. Mm. Really important for how they play. But obviously, he's brain dead. But other than that, they're they're pretty solid. They're a pretty decent team. Like, yeah. You wouldn't be surprised if you saw that team on paper and they come third in the league. You go, okay, yeah, that's about. Romero's that. on the blue cards, isn't he? Oh, bi- oh big time. <laughs> Let's give him one at the start. He is. He is absolutely. I mean, he's had more blue cars in the fucking game of Uno if I, the if, I, if I was if I was Andrew I'd try and cut a deal with the refs and go can he just start after 10 minutes that's yeah. just fine he gets yeah. his warm up in there's no chance yeah. of injury we, we if, all he, know ple- what's if happen. he pleads guilty will he can he have five minutes <laughs> <laughs> that's, we're not far off from that you know nah, exactly, we're not yeah. far off from that <laughs> yeah. um, I, I know what you mean I, I think that, that Spurs now have got to you know get back into the kind of form that, that we saw at the start of the season yeah, and they, and know, and that, and they and know that more than anybody. They've yeah. had a few players missing, they've had a few injuries, like everybody else, etc., etc. But Madison was key at the start. They're back in there now. And and, and I think we could see a Spurs surge. Could we could do. We could do. Yeah, I think I think we could. Uh, right then. Um Derek Adams, everybody. The man Derek Adams. Um, who has been moaning ever since he got to Ross County. <laughs> so yeah, I mean doing nothing for the reputation of Scottish people <laughs> being moaners. This lot are absolute shite. <laughs> I was managing a pub team in England. He's resigned now, right? Uh, he, he's gone. In, in what has culminated <laughs> in the, the greatest Scottish cameo since Sean Connery and Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. <laughs> <laughs> it really Spoiler. has. Been, it really has. Nineteen ninety four's Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I think it was ninety one. Was it? Was it? Uh, like, it was, was, uh, was he King Richard? Yeah. King Richard, right? yeah. the Lionheart. Yeah. 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 yeah, with that English accent of his. Yeah, right. yeah. Let's not talk about the accents. Accents in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Can <laughs> I enjoyed it at the time, yeah. but I watched it fairly recently, yeah. and it was. I mean, don't say that. It was don't. tough to stick with it. Come on, that's a diplomatic Wait, way of saying. At it. least Christian Slater had a go. Yeah, I just thought to myself, yeah, I tell you, oh, Christian Slater's quite good in it. What's his name? Um, McShane. Ian McShane. No, Mike. Mike, Mike McShane. <laughs> Praise Fry Tuck. Does it? I don't know who that is. Is it Mike, Mike McShane? Who the hell is Mike Fry McShane? Tuck? I'll Google it, mate. Don't who the hell is Fry Tuck in? Canadian. Oh, he's is absolutely it, right. He this better Ma- be a lead into the Nottingham no, Forest. He is called Mike McShane. Yeah, there you are. Is he was often from... on whose line is it anyway? Yeah, of course he, he was. Right, yeah. Yeah. as they all were. There you go, Mike McShane. You want to see a picture of him? I need a picture. There you go. Yeah, he he did a good accent in that. Fucking clue. Christian Slater was decent enough. Yeah. 
And I, and I like that everything they do, they do it for us. Yeah. But it was tough to stick with it. <laughs> oh, how dare you? Anyway, it's like Derek, watching the A team again. Why did I do this? Derek Adams. Derek Adams, Derek yeah. Adams. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, that was his Writer third. Of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was his third managerial stint at the club, only lasted 12 games. They're 11th in the league, the same position. Uh, they were in when Adams uh, started, so yeah, a bit of consistency. But they, they were, they, I mean, let's be fair. Yeah. They were shit before he turned up, <laughs> and his tactic of essentially shit. publicly digging them out yeah. and making an embarrassment of himself and the club yeah. for the entire time he was there was, I would say, and it's not me after timing, quite a high-risk strategy. Yeah. When it's, not, it's ever not worked. worked. It's, it's not ne- worked. Like rinsing the players never works. It's no. never worked. I can't think of a time when it. I mean, you might. There's twenty get, of them. There's only one of you. You might better get one or two. So, for example, it was you've been doing well, yeah. and it was a really shitty performance out of mm, character, mm, and mm. you go, "That's fucking rubbish." Yeah. You're much better than that. That yeah. might work. Right. You can't just start going the teams that you've managed before are a hundred times better. than This current <laughs> lot of shit and it's, say it publicly. I mean, you can't do that. Yeah, but we want a bit of honesty, do we not? I like it. It's good. For, it's, it's the it's the absolute apotheosis of what's good for your club isn't good for the ramble. Yeah. Who? Which manager was it in Scotland? I forget who it was now. Who was was asked about his um him him leaving the club and they were like oh what what do you think and he went because they're a club who are around you in the league yeah. you know near yeah. you and he just went I'm I'm gutted <laughs> and they're like why because because you think they'll improve and he goes oh, I I can't say anymore now <laughs> <laughs> taking the piss basically like I wanted him to stay because it would help our cause <laughs> amazing <laughs> absolutely amazing uh, but, but a bit of solidarity among managers it's oh, absolutely yeah. right yeah um, so yeah Derek uh, Adams said over my 12 games in charge we moved 6 points clear of the team directly below and I've been extremely close to gaining more victories and pretty draws. thin no, no, no. we've been extremely close to gaining more victories and draws along the way <laughs> it's basically we've lost it, them yeah it's basically what we said about Luton earlier but not really because yeah. it's them indeed yeah <laughs> um, elsewhere in Scotland Peter yeah. so something a bit more positive mm. uh, for Scottish football uh, Hearts boss Stephen Naismith. Now he's in charge of one of the biggest clubs in the land, I would argue. Um, he was interviewed by a man recording it on a on a shattered mobile phone with an orange peel wrapped around it. <laughs> I, I I am team whoever whichever journalist this was. So can I just tell people a little bit of technical information to mm. make this contextual? So when you're interviewing someone with a mic and it's going to be quite windy or whatever, mm. you might need a pop shield, and it's normally like a little muff or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. The guy has clearly gone for a process where he's gone. <laughs> This isn't going to be listenable unless I use some kind of shield. I need a muff. And he's in the middle of eating an orange. This photo is extraordinary. It's not an orange. It is extraordinary. It's an orange peel. It's an orange mic muff. It's an orange mic muff. And it may very well be concealing a pretty decent iPhone connected um, microphone. Until I see the demuffed mic, I am team journalist for me. Don't say deep. It's an orange like, peel. It's not an orange peel. Why I, would he put an orange peel on there? You wouldn't be able to hear let's anything. Have a look, let's have a look. It would sound like this. <laughs> I'm fucking Fox Mulder. I want to believe. I want to believe here. I'm not sure it is an orange peel, but someone's taken a bite out of that Mike Muff. <laughs> is that is that so a Because it's someone Tell some us how your mum doesn't know. That guy. I am. Um, I, to be fair, though, if you are in a job where you've got an interview professional footballers and managers, should he have a better iPhone than that? Presentation is everything, I would yeah. say, yeah. It, it doesn't fill you with confidence. He could have dropped it, though, just on the way to doing the interview. Could have, yeah. And he picked it up as well as an orange peel off the floor. Yeah. I think it's fine. I think that journalist in question should and will probably reveal what it actually was. I, li- I like I like that he just took one look at Stephen Naismith and thought, he needs some vitamin C. <laughs> <I get this. laughs> Squeeze one of them in his face. We all do in Britain. Yeah. 
yeah. we all do. It's vitamin D that you've got to take between October and March. Yeah. I take it every morning. That do as you? Well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Effervescent tablet. Figure of elf. Plonk it <laughs> yeah, That's why you look you so sun <laughs> You had a fucking packet of fruit pastels for breakfast. I did, vitamin D. There you are. <laughs> uh, fruit pastels aren't one of your fault. I'm not a figure of health either. <laughs> Doesn't matter how many of you eat. Yeah, but it says fruit. Yeah. Right. We both turned up to the ramble with colds recently. On, terribly unwell. Let's get off this nonsense and talk right. about Kevin Keegan. Yeah. Uh, this time, everybody, he's um, hosting an event for his former club, Scunthorpe United, oh. in a used car showroom. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> You know how many so, cars is he going to be sold that night? This is quite a niche one, but you know, in um, have you seen the scene in Wayne's World where Garth gets the paint stripping gun in the car garage Ooh. and accidentally takes the paint off that car? Right, that's Keegan. That's Keegan. he's going to think it's a mic. He's going to start talking fire. into it, and he's going to lose control of it and shatter a windscreen, pull the paint stripper off some, strip the paint off some yeah. really expensive car. Yeah, he's going to he's going to um, electrocute himself with an electric car. <laughs> The, the car- like, we, we didn't even give him anything with petrol yeah, in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, um, I, I've, I've read that this is happening at Marshall Approved Used. That's right. Which is a used car company. Yeah. That's where I bought my last car from. And Marshall I'm, Approved Used. Actually, I'm viewing this yeah. in very, very dim light. Yeah. I think this is this is a very, very um, interesting decision well, from them. He's not going to be doing this in a car park. So it's going to be Obviously in not. inside the dealership. There's no... Floor space. It's all made up with cars, surely. So he's just going to yeah. be like banging his leg on cars with a microphone. Well, apparently, according to the announcement of, of Marshall Approved. Speaking of an orange peel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my face. Oh, it was a pineapple. <laughs> um, uh, it, it, apparently, the, the showroom will undergo a full makeover to welcome the former Scunthorpe Liverpool Newcastle United and England legend, forgot Southampton there, of football. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, they've had a full makeover. They're going to regret that. I don't mind this kind of era of Kevin Keegan, apart from the uh, well-publicised uh, comments about um, uh, women commentators. Um, he has like... <laughs> Joe Barton stole this thunder there. Mate. Yeah, 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 yeah it's with fine. That. Yeah, I really got over that one. Yeah. Um, but I just do sort of think that like... I people have such a low opinion about like corporate speaking and stuff like that. I mean, a Kevin Keegan is a very talented man. But what, why I'm, is he doing it? Is he not? Made, he must have made his dog. He made his. He made an, for the love of he it. He made an ungodly amount of money. But um, I, I don't know. I just, don't, just from Newcastle United shirts. He's got a lot of failed businesses behind him, though, hasn't he? The Clown College and yeah. a massive planning permission issue around his extension on his house, <laughs> which cost him a lot of money. Look, I, th- I look, I'm, he should I, be able to afford. I, I have absolutely no issue at all. Why on earth would anybody have an issue? I just, I just love the events he's doing. Oh yeah, look, yeah. You know, the IT industry, the the, the Meat Management Awards was the best I would have loved I, dream situation to have half a year on Radio 1 and you spend the rest of your year mm-hmm. the rest of your time just vans. doing corporate <laughs> just doing corporate speaking you think just doing I'm corporate presenting yeah. fish round yeah, yeah, round. Round. Yeah, yeah, bacon round. Well, we because we, you're locked into people's good. nostalgia, then, aren't you? Oh, From to, something that like he knows. Do six months on TVM, and oh, you can just eat for the rest of your life. Is it not a bit depressing? No, everything's depressing. <laughs> Marcus, everything's depressing. Everything's <laughs> depressing. Yeah. Anyway, I just we've been the football ramble. I think, I think the reason <laughs> I think the reason it's funny is because of the sheer exalted <laughs> nature of his career and the things he achieved and the things he did. Like genuinely one of the world's best players. Yeah, and um. You know, if you do that, uh. and you in your in your retirement, yeah. you you're doing things like the Meat Industry Awards from the, from the Ballon d'Or to the British International Freight Association. Exactly, yeah. it just seems like a bit of a juxtaposition, yeah. doesn't it? But it was a long time ago, the Ballon d'Or. You know, we're yeah. talking about his heyday was what seventies. Yeah. Freight never ends. And Pele used to do everything, ends. didn't he? Exactly. Pele would do everything. Yeah, and Keegan's picking up where Pele left off. Yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Fritz, Fritz had a big, big. Yo, if, if Keegan turned his hair into diamonds like Pele managed to do, <laughs> I would, fact, I would, by the way, if that's possible, should we all be doing that? Yeah. <laughs> I would love to. Um, I'd love to go to one of these. Yeah, I'd happily yeah. go as a punter, mate. You know where it is? Yeah, Scunt. I'm not going to scum talk. To be fair, but if it's one a bit closer <laughs> to home, I will go. <laughs> There's no way he's happening around here. Um, anyway, right, everybody, we've got a massive one on the weekend. It's the Afcon final between Nigeria and Ivory Coast. I mean, that's box office. Absolutely box office. Nigeria it's VAR office. <laughs> well, a lot of VAR office. Indeed it was. But, but VAR was used correctly, Peter. It was used correctly. See, we know, no one ever goes, right, hang on, let's, 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 let's talk about VAR because they've got that absolutely spot It's a bit on. weird though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. What's a bit weird? Well, there's definitely a penalty. There's a right decision, but it's weird the way the way the way if the way football comes to these decisions now does feel odd. So this is in context with Nigeria playing South Africa in the semi-final, and Nigeria yeah. won four two on pens after the one-all draw. Um, with a few minutes remaining, Nigeria there's there's a there's a suggestion of a foul in their own box that they foul one of the South African players. They got the other end, and Ossiman scores. Yeah. So they celebrate as if well, we're through now. Yeah. But then of course it's dragged out of VAR penalty given one all, and they have to go through um, in, on penalties. But they did. Yeah, and, and, and the thing is, um, for the first Nigeria goal, I think it was, that was a penalty, wasn't it? Yes. And I don't Ron, know what, what he's doing. Ron, well, like Ron Wen Williams, who um, was the hero of the round before. Couldn't get near him. He, mm. he, yeah, but he let in one of the softest penalties I've ever seen mm. um, during the game itself. Mm. Um, it went right under him, about two miles an hour. He had to save it. Yeah. And, and it's kind of, it felt like a really kind of, let, it just felt like a massive letdown after his heroics before. And they've gone out effectively partly because of that. So it's just a bit of a shame, really. Yeah, I mean, but they've done, they've done better than what they would have thought South Africa. So oh, I think oh, yeah, having... of course, absolutely. And, but yeah. it's funny, though, because it's it's been a great tournament. There's been so many stories, you know, Mauritania. I mean, the scenes when they returned home is fantastic. You know, Cape Verde have been yeah. a story as well. Well, Af- um, Ivory Coast are in the final. They've been linked with Sol Bamba. Well, they have. Sol Bamba says he fancies it after yeah. the tournament. He's like, oh, well, uh, we haven't got a manager, have we? He's currently assistant at Cardiff, I think, at the moment. Uh, is he still there? I think he's assistant there, yeah. Well, he certainly was. I don't know yeah. if he's still there or not, but he, but he fancies it. Um, yeah. The former Cardiff Leeds and, and Hibs man. Yeah. Dunfermline for- as well. Don't forget that. Don't forget that. Double check he's still at Cardiff. I think he is. Well, anyway, but yeah, uh, but the, maybe the, he's not. But the maybe thing is, though, like Nigeria, obviously big side. You know, on paper, again, they've they've got one of the best teams. But Ivory Coast themselves, you know, what a story! They Amazing had. story. And it's and, also quite interesting that we've ended up with quite a, from at the outside looking in quite a quote unquote traditional final. But I think I, I do you know what I think that's probably what people want ultimately because when you do have a final, say I don't know, like Portsmouth versus Cardiff, you know, who's bothered by that, Luke? Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I was, but yeah. I understand the point. <laughs> no, but I think, I think people love an underdog story, but I think people just sort of think, all right, get to the semi-finals and then we want the big boys in the final. Yeah. I wonder if that's what most neutrals want when it comes to cup competitions. You love the underdog stuff. Mm. Unless maybe you, don't you want have two an underdogs un- in the final. Yeah, you want an underdog and maybe a big boy, and the underdog mm. wins or something like that. Like think, Wigan versus Man City. Right. Unless you're not in Forest, you just really desperately want your players. <laughs> <laughs> Fulham as well. Don't forget yeah, uh, yeah. Alex Iwobi. I, I would know. I wish I could forget Fulham, but you never let me. How dare you? Um, it's now time for Rambles Acker with Betfair. The football season is well and truly underway with Betfair, of course. And if you're looking to get involved in all the action, then look no further because Betfair have made it faster and easier to build your Acker this football season, and you can celebrate this weekend with a complete free Acker or Bet Builder on the football. So today we're building an Acker of four matchos, 90 bets from across the Premier League. Um, Marcus, you are first up. Just to let you know, you've got your last two picks incorrect. So you want to win this week to avoid an unwanted hat-trick. And your overall record is a very respectable 13 out of 23 correct so far. Who have you gone for? I think they need a, they need a win and they're due a good performance. Fulham to beat Bournemouth. 
Yeah, okay, so Fulham do most of their best work at home, don't they? Mm. They're, they're a bit of a homer team, really. Yeah. So you can, I can't see where you're going with that. Peter, you are on for a hat-trick of correct picks and <sighs> plot you. twist, everyone. Um, seven out of 13 correct, so you've gone way over the 50% mark now. Right. Um, you could get three in a row. Who have you gone for here? Uh, I'm going for uh, Newcastle United versus Forest, or rather um, Forest versus Newcastle United. And I think Newcastle are going to win this one. Anthony Gordon, rumoured to be back. Um, Forest are a bit of a basket case at the moment. Yeah. It's, uh, it, I think Newcastle are going to win uh, quite handsomely here. So you've backed your beautiful boys to do the yes, job for you. Um, Jim is up next. He, of course, isn't here, so he's recorded a voice note for us. Um, but before I get Pete to press it, um, I want to let you all know that Jim has got nine out of 22 correct, which I think is the poorest record so far. Right. He's looking to put that right, of course. So here's what he had to say. Hello, this is Jim. I am going to go for Hi, Aston Villa to beat Man United <laughs> on Sunday at 4.30. You might go, well, that's outrageous. Man United have been pretty good lately. But that's exactly why I think Villa will probably win because, as we know, this is what this Man United team do. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go for Aston Villa to win against Man United on Sunday. Jim has gone for Aston Villa to beat Man United. As you hear, he introduced himself there so we knew who he was, yes. even though he got the big build-up. My um, <laughs> pick, uh, I want a hat-trick as well. Ooh. I've got um, mm. last two correct. I've got 11 out of 17, which is a pretty <clears> good record, I think. I've gone um, Gags, Boys, Wolves to beat the Bees. Mm. I think if you get into a fight between some Wolves and some Bees, of course, it depends on the amount of yeah. both animals involved. They're getting your fur. Oof. Yeah, but the Bee dies as soon as it stings. Yep. True. The Wolves are going to be able to tough that out, I think. So I think Gags, Boys will do the business. So in summary... We've gone for Fulham to beat Bournemouth, Newcastle to win at Nottingham Forest, um, Aston Villa to beat Man United and Wolves to beat Brentford. Uh, a £10 bet with Betfair and that returns £180. And if we win, all that money will go to Prostate Cancer UK+. Plus, for every stoppage time goal in the Premier League this weekend, Betfair will donate £10 to Prostate Cancer UK. We've raised a colossal £540 already this season. That's an incredible amount of money, which will do an incredible amount of good for a really, really important charity. So that's great. Uh, remember with Betfair this season, when you place a bet on their match odds 90 markets, your winning bet will be paid out in full at 90 minutes. You know the drill by now, guys. Any bets that are winning at 90, but are then undone by some stoppage time drama will not be affected. And that's the same for our Rambalaka every week. Opt-in required and previous deposit required. Max free bet varies from £1 to £10 per customer. Minimum odds of 1.5 on minimum one leg. T's and C's apply. 18 plus. BeGambleAware.org. Hello, this is Jim. Dean Smith also says you're an encyclopedia <laughs> of football. A what? An encyclopedia of football. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. It's a simple game of categories, Ooh. Jack Grealish. If you go too slow, you're going to be hearing an orgasm. Before game, we right? get stuck into this, there's been a developing rivalry between Marcus and I in this game. Marcus mm. always wins. I'm the underdog. Yeah. Um, I put a tweet out at the start of the show record Ooh. today. Mm saying it's in the form of a poll mm. saying if you're a ramble listener would you describe yourself as a member of the Luke Nation or Marcus Mount <laughs> and um, we've got some really good replies well, we know who's one because he's reading it out <laughs> <laughs> to be fair I would have read it out anyway um, we've got some good replies there saying um, it's very close the nation is torn um, got, a, got a route for the Luke Nation got a route for the underdog Nation um, just sounds a bit too I don't know um, like important like oh, civil okay. rightsy you know some what I mean some people said I'm Pete's patriarchy yes some people said you. I'm Andy's anarchy yeah, some okay. people said I'm, I'm a man of the bat like Vish <laughs> so it's a broad church <laughs> yeah. um, Don, I like Don Harrington who said I'm, a, I'm part of Andy's big brass band nice. which is yeah. nice but the results are in Ooh. and it is an absolute landslide for the Luke Nation yeah, cool. who's yeah, won yeah. the poll with a colossal 50.9% yeah. 
on my own Twitter feed. That's <laughs> <laughs> that is damning. How, many, is how damning. many people got involved in that? We've got 839 votes so far. He's taken a high, Marcus. I think that's it. Is that not a recount if it's so close? Someone took a screenshot at one point. It was 5248. I'm going to go and vote on there now. Yeah. Yeah. I might do that as well. See if we swing it. Uh, Right. We're going to kick things off with you, Marcus, if that's all right, because you won last time. Okay. It's not pretty fair, is it? It's not fair, but there we go. Okay. Okay. Um, First um, section. Section round. First round. Uh, Neil Warnock returned to management this week, and we all know the story that when he became Middlesbrough manager, there was coincidentally a new flight path open from Newquay near his Cornish home (laughs) up to the northeast. Incredible. Can you name every destination served (laughs) by Cornwall Airport in Newquay? Oh, my goodness. There are Um, 18. Can I choose geography, please? Is it it just cities? It's airports. So so where can you fly from, from Newquay? From Newquay. From uh, Cornwall Airport in Newquay. Yeah. 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 Got stipulate. Do I stipulate airport or city, sorry? Airport, please. As discussed. I don't think it matters if you name the airport. I mean, you can name the airport, but you know. Most of them do kind of, yeah. Uh, Most of them do kind of. Just choose. London City Airport. Very nice guess. Oh, oh! This is massive no, for me now. Too cheap. Here we go. Here we too go. cheap. I'm London just... City's like your Amsterdam's of this world. I'm Maybe just... a New York if you're I'm lucky. I'm just gonna go. Are you not going New York from London City? Yeah, you are. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I'm gonna go Gatwick. Come on, please. Yes. Correct. Oh, no. Point for the nation. Correct. It's a point for the nation. That's <laughs> the massive. We are the nation of domination. <laughs> and I get to go first the next yeah. time. Here we go. Right. Come on. Right. Come on. <laughs> Okay, you ready? For the yeah. 50.9%. I'm pumped. <laughs> <laughs> for the majority. The silent majority. What you could have gone for. Yeah. If, didn't, didn't if, if this delicious on. round. Yeah. Um, Alicante, Belfast, Copenhagen, Dublin, Dusseldorf, East Midlands, Edinburgh, Faro in Portugal, uh, Glasgow, Guernsey, Silly Isles, Malaga, Stansted, Manchester, Newcastle, Zurich, and your friend of mine, of course, Aberdeen. <laughs> I'm impressed with that. It's, it's good. good. It's good. Yeah. What a great range. For the, for the, for the, uh, for the hashtag content, you probably should have gone Aberdeen there. Mm. I should have done. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. You live in Oh, well. In tribute to them making the final of the Africa Cup of Nations, give me every Ivory Coast player who's made more than 10 appearances in the Premier League. There are 30 of them, and oh, I need you man. to give us the beginning of this round to Lukey Moore. Okay. Um, Ivory Coast player yeah, yeah, more I, than 10 appearances in the yeah. Premier League and there are 30 of them OK I'm not going to let Marcus have Didier Drogba so I'm going right, to go for that okay. Okay. Correct um, I'll, <laughs> I'll have Yaya Toure You nice. can have Yaya Toure uh, I'll go for your friend of mine um, Czech Teote mm. He's in there um, I'll have Colo Toure Oh, good. <laughs> so why I didn't go for that again? Off and goal. Grealish at uh, <laughs> Lineker's. Uh, I'll go for Willy Bolly. Willy nice Bolly. I go for Sol Bamba. Sol Bamba. I'll go for um, Ibrahim Sangare. Ooh, not in Forest. Ooh, he's got it. Solomon Kalu. Oh, you <laughs> fucking bastard. That's the last one I had. That's the last one I had in my, in my brain. Yeah. Oh. Damn. Damn. Tight players on this list. Good God. Ah, oh, God. I'm going to hear Gary Neville. It's Torres oh. to give Chelsea a place in the Champions League final. Wilfred Zaha. Oh, Surely. you love it. Oh, love from it. nowhere. Sebastian Allaire. Oh, man, he's killing me here. He's absolutely killing me. Ah, oh, hello. He's killing me dead. And we had a conversation about him <laughs> we earlier did. as well, we which did. is annoying. We certainly did. Um, 
Oh, I can't think of anyone now. It's going to be guest. This is guest territory. Uh, Abdullah Decore. I can't think of anyone. Marcus wins. Fuck. Marcus. Serge Aurier. Mm. Correct. Yeah. Well done. We did, we did okay though. That's we tough. We did alright. Was it Runa Dindan? One. Was he over Aurier? He played for, he played for Portsmouth. Was he I think, one? I yes. Think, I think he was, he was there. Yeah. I, th I thought you were going to get Zakara, Abue, Bailly, Javinho. Javinho. Demel. Lots of players. Really. Bakayoko. It's one, millions. One thing I've noticed in this game is that when the answers are read out, it's really easy to yes. remember. Yeah, it's really, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Conne, Pepe. Yeah. Nicola Pepe. All of them. Yeah, good. I won't go through all of them. No, no, no. no. Boney. It's one each then. <laughs> yeah. Boney. Boney. Yeah. Boney. All right. <clears throat> Round three. The Champions League last 16 returns next week. So what are the top 20 all-time appearance makers in Champions League history? The <coughs> Champions League last 16 returns next week. I didn't want to be in it anyway. So what are the top 20 all-time all appearance makers in Champions League history? There are 20 answers. And Marcus, I need one from you. I know this right. sounds ridiculous. Players, obviously. Players. Yeah. Yes, yes. Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, that's a controversial one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um... How about um, Lionel Messi? Leo. I will have um, Sergio Ramos. Sergio Ramos. Gotta be. Correct. Um, uh, Raul. Raul. Zinedine Zidane. Good. Mm. Absolutely not as confident. He's got to be in there. I don't... Well... Oh, this is massive! This is this is an open. This could goal. be the win for the fifty-one point one percent. Surely you've got to get this. Ike Casillas. Surely oh. that's the win. <laughs> well done. There it oh. is. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> we finally got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he's up out of his seat. What have I done? He's gone. He's out of there. He's away. Iniesta, Sedov, Pique, Buffon, Benzema, Neuer, Modric, uh, Modric, um, Scholes, Carlos oh. Giggs. Uh, Busquets, Muller, Cruz, Xavi, and um, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Really? Done a few, done a few clubs at Ibra, he? he has done a few clubs. Yeah, he's oh, done well. He's done them. Oh, well, there we are. Luke Moore wins, everybody, which means we all oh, lose. Oh, back on Luke Moore! <laughs> oh, oh, I think that thank, actually Aston Villa are rubbish. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you very Luke much Aaron for listening to the Football Ramble preview shows. Sponsored by Betfair, part of the ACOS Creator <laughs> Network. Join the three of us tomorrow for Hit the, the mailbag. Uh, follow us on X, Twitter, Hit TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram at Football Ramble. Follow us on Spotify. Uh, the gate's staying closed. There's no weekend, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> if you spray your Nalgene over us, we'll be very upset. Oh, it's massive. It's you got massive, a new Nalgene? Oh, it's, it's the best a, weekend for ages. It's a yeah. shame. Who would have thought Zenadine Zidane would have stitched me up like that? <laughs> I'm not doing the mailbag. <laughs> I'm leaving. Do join us for the mailbag where no doubt Luke will be still full of cheer. Yeah, now, well done, Luke Moore. You hang on in there. Yes. Um, is, that, is that the title, by the way? You've got it. It's the lineal title. Actually, no, don't we need three people? No way. Yeah, I no think way. we need three people. It's the title. <laughs> it's the title. Where's the belt? Give me the belt. <laughs> Give me the belt. Oh, I kept pretty quiet up till now, guys. <laughs> no, you haven't. Fucking massive news for the Luke Nation, this. Oh, oh the Discord's going to be popping off. Do you know what? I never thought that uh, Pitbull would say, stop the party, but I think he has. Don't make me go get my keys from the other office. <laughs> the keys are in the lot. The weekend's opened. It's a bad start, but I'm sure everything, uh, everyone can um, pick yourself up and, and look forward to that AFCON final on Sunday evening. Yes. And all the Premier League crap that happens before it. All right. Thank Beautiful. you very much, Luke Aaron. Oh, uh, no. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the title <laughs> believe it well done I'm on holiday soon as well well done Luke <laughs> thank you Pete Donaldson bye bye thank you everybody see you for the mailbag 
Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.